Hi. You look lovely. You have found all your great clothes. I'm still working on a quarter of my wardrobe. <laughs> you did unpack mine. We've moved into our new place. Tash unpacked my clothes and I've just got to find them. I don't know where they are. No, um, we have not organised the, the wardrobe at all. No, no, we have not. But interesting discussion we've got planned for today. Okay. Welcome to the Growth Podcast, where we talk about growth of business, growth of self, and growth of wealth. Because without growth, we're actually going backwards. Here's your hosts, Natasha Outoff and Phil Kelly. Doing anything in life, making kind of any decision, uh, going for any goal, dream, or whatnot, are we motivated by the pain of not doing it and where we'll end up uh, if we don't take the action? Or, on the other hand, the pleasure, what it will give us by achieving such thing. Yes. Whoa. So I was... That's big, isn't it? You came back from the gym like, uh, like a week ago going, yes. you know, when Phil comes back from the gym, he's not in a very deep space. He's just like, you need to do it. I'm like, Phil, I've just had this epiphany. And I, I'm like, we need to talk about this. Like, stop what you're doing. We're talking. Okay, okay. Take take this person. Do you think they're doing it because of, you know, so... Let's let's go back to that conversation. So I got very, very curious a lot in our trainings and um, a lot of the, the courses that I do. We, I've always been trained and told people are more motivated to avoid pain than go towards pleasure. Yeah. So what we mean by that is, um, you know, we do it disciplining the kids. If you don't do that, you'll have to go to your room instead of if you do that, you'll get Oh, I guess we do it in both ways with discipline. If you do that, I'll give you an ice cream. Mm. Now, and a lot of people do it also in if we think health and fitness, uh, the pain or the pleasure. Like I'm going to go to the gym because if I don't, I will put on five kilos. Yep, and or, I look awful in a bathing yes, suit. Um, or more so than, or I can't say more so. Or versus the pleasure one of I'm going to go to the gym because I'm going to look shit hot when I um. Go down to the beach yes. for an example, and that's where I was going with that. With it, I was thinking about health and fitness, and I was saying, well, most people are definitely. I don't feel many people go through the the rigors of healthy lifestyle, which is saying no to chocolate and sweets and and saying yes to a lot of chicken and broccoli and saying yes to a lot of workouts, um, because that's pain in itself. So then I went, okay, so. Face value, people are more motivated to, to avoid pain than towards pleasure. Now, what if, this is when we go into, into um, time zones, like we've got our present and we have our future. So if there's pain in the present for pleasure in the future, is, is that okay? Or do we want pleasure in the future, sorry, pleasure in the present uh, and we're going to have pain in the future, which is that health and fitness. So if I go to the gym right now, I will experience pain right now, but I should have pleasure in a year. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I eat the Tim Tam now and don't go to the gym, I will experience pleasure right now, but pain in a year from now because I weigh 10 kilos more and I don't fit into my bathing suit. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was like, this is why most people make the decisions. Um, so I said more people are actually motivated towards pleasure because they keep choosing the pleasure, the pleasurable activity um, now. Like it's not just. 
Yeah, and I, that's where I disagree with Tash. <laughs> uh, and not disagree, it's when you're saying they'll choose to eat a particular food, I don't think they're thinking of the pain in the future at that time. They're just thinking about... Look, uh, that was the and, next step and we got to. And they're thinking about what, what makes me feel good right now. And if I just ate this one biscuit, it's really not going to make any difference. I'm not going to... I'm not see, if, But then if, let me stop. Yes. So let's take the time zones out of it and go, yep, okay, because we know that. Humans are very bad at future pacing. They're very bad at understanding the decision and the behavior and the action I take right now, what the impact has on the future. Mm. That's a very weak to them. So let's just stay with the present time zone and what decision or action should I take. Are they, is not eating the Tim Tam painful? Are they are they trying to escape the pain of not being able to eat it or are they seeking the pleasure of eating it? Different for different people. Yeah, and I think that's a huge differentiator because for me, I was always avoiding the pain of not... It was very painful to have to say no. Missing out was your I didn't thing. actually enjoy the pleasure of it. It actually wasn't that pleasurable. So you kind of ate, so talking food, you kind of ate it, going, mm, I'm not enjoying this. But if I didn't eat it, I feel more pain in missing out. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, but mm. it wasn't. Oh my god, that was the best thing in the world! Like especially when you're on your tenth Tim Tam, <laughs> there's no pleasure in it anymore. But no. the pain of saying you can't have the Tim Tam and having to say I don't, I don't eat that Tim Tam was very painful. So I wanted to avoid that pain. So then I went, okay, are we more motivated to avoid pain mm. than towards the pleasure? Yeah. And it is interesting to think about, isn't it? Yeah, because we've, we've been to, we went to a, um, a Tony Robbins event many years ago, a uh, fire walking one. I can't think of what it was, a breakthrough to something. They're always breakthrough. You break through everywhere. Um, and, yeah, he did a particular exercise. I think there's five or 8,000 people in the crowd and he was – doing a future pacing exercise bringing the pain which forward. was a very was, yeah. and and so he was particularly focusing on the pain if you don't make this decision to do what you want now what would it be like in a week and then he would say then you'd think about it you'd, you'd picture it what would it be like in a year and then people you know they'd start making a little bit more noise now what would it be like in five years 10 years 20 years and you've got people and, wailing People are crying away Screaming. because you know it, what if if you can say we're, we're obviously an eating one is a very good example because everyone seems to grasp that one and that's why we use that one. So if, if someone's eating poorly now, and you know you, you just you're putting on maybe only a couple of kilos every single year, so even one kilo. Yeah, I was, I was going to say 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 two or three kilos because that's probably more realistic. So it's like three kilos a year. But you fast forward 10 years. Well, that's 30. That's 30 yeah. kilos, which we're talking is about. Um, uh, well, that's if you were healthy weight, you're like into that. the overweight. And if you're an overweight, yeah. you're in the OD. So, and so if you're looking in other areas and you like, especially when you focus in the future of the pain of that. And it was just interesting at this particular event, he was really focusing more on the pain of that for motivation for people. Yes, and we're taught that in coaching all the time. We're told to play the kid's card, to play, you know, to play all these painful cards, to Mm. be like, well, what would your kids think? Or you're not alive to see your kids because that that can really compel someone to make the shift or make the change. Yeah. 
But the same could be said that if you did a particular uh, activity now and then th picture yourself, maybe, maybe people find it more difficult to picture the positive version of themselves versus the negative. And that's why the pain is more motivated because I was going to say that you're maybe doing some exercise, you're, do you're eating well, trying to think about how that would feel in a year. Maybe it's, you, you can't, they can't future pacing. What would that feel like if you've never... Yes, and I think if I could that. magic you to suddenly have 50 kilos, so I'd put 50 kilos of fat on you and you would find it very hard to exercise and you would feel very sluggish and very tired and everything else. You, the freshness, the feeling of how it feels to be um, fit and healthy and energetic and you know everything that is the epitome of what you are would be so fresh. You'd be like, I must lose this weight immediately because I know what health feels like. I know what energy feels like. I know what this all feels like. But as you said, when it's only three kilos a year, 200 grams a week or something, yes. you don't notice it. And I felt that when I was pregnant because I went from 60 kilos to 90 kilos in six months. Um, so I straight away went, I know, oh, this feels so bad Yeah. because only six months ago, it wasn't this. Mm. So I then found it very easy to rebound back to what I was because I was fighting for it. I knew what it was. Um, so, yeah, we were just talking about motivation. People go, oh, I'm going to a motivation course. I just need motivation. You have to understand there are so many aspects to motivation. Mm. So I talked about the time continuum. Some of us are hugely motivated by what's that, what happened in our past 20 years ago. Yeah. But something yeah. so defining and so so rich that you know we made a decision and that's what mo like i have a thing in my past that pretty much dictates and motivates 90 percent of what i do in my life it's hilarious yeah 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 you're letting your past dictate your future <laughs> and luckily i keep it there because it drives me to do really cool things yeah um but i'm i giggle at it yeah because it's useless yeah, I mean, Tash and I, we're very different on, on how we, we do things. Every, I, I, we, nothing. We are motivated by nothing the same. It's hilarious. No, no, <laughs> no. It, it is interesting when you think about it. Like I, I, I like to go things very sequential, like a little bit of stuff every day to accumulate. Like I, I, I like looking at that. You like tiny um, little achievable goals. Yeah, or like at the moment, say, for example, with a health thing, I take a bone broth every day. So what does it do for your health? What does it, I've, I've looked and researched at what it can do and I say, yeah, but what about in the 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? What's it going to be doing for my health then? I like to do that now. Though I don't want to wait for the problem to arise to address it. I want to do preemptive things to get myself already in a good position. But even if it's not health in anything you want, anything you set a goal in, I mean, I'll tell you, oh, Shots, I've decided this is our new goal in the business. This is our new goal in our investments. This is our new goal in our wealth. And you just go, shush. Like, I'm so demotivated with you speaking right now. I don't want to know. Mm. You always say that to me. You're like, just tell me the first marker towards that goal. So yeah. pretty much Phil and I always laugh. Everest is our analogy. So I always have new Everests for Phil to climb. So the minute, the second he has reached the summit of the Everest, um, we did it when we got to the new house. Phil, so this new house is an Everest. And Phil's enjoying his Everest. He's climbed all this time. He wants to lay out a picnic and, and sit and watch the view for a couple of months. Enjoy. 
Enjoy while you're here. It's all new. You've just arrived. <laughs> and I'm dragging him by the arm going, and there's that Everest we can climb and there's that Everest we can do and that Everest we got to do next week and that Everest is, and Phil and I, like we, we go, we have a fight. We have conflict. Um, it doesn't last very long. I think it lasted six minutes before we went, we know what this is. <laughs> and, yeah. and I have to adapt. We both have to adapt. So I have to at least give him, he'd like a day, I give him an hour. <laughs> and he has to come to the party in a day and go, all right, tell me, tell me your other Everest. I'll try and get excited about them. Yeah. 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 But yeah, this is, we just wanted to have this discussion. But I'm so, not motivated by sitting and enjoying because I, I no. can't, I don't live in the present. No. I always live in the future. You're very good at living in the present. And that's why we get on. Neither of us live in the past. Yes. It's done moving on. Yes. Um, but yeah, you like to hang in the present and I like to, to create something really cool in that future. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just, a, it was a discussion to just kind of so yeah, just help what you want to take away and, from and it. understand that we're motivated by. Well, I was going to do a summary. So, okay. so firstly, think about, are you more motivated by the past, present and future and be well aware that, um, playing with those time zones can increase your motivation or decrease your motivation. But normally, as Phil said, when you bring the future to the present, that should be more motivating. You will see the consequence of your actions or inactions on yeah. your future self, and that will then cause you to take pause or maybe choose a different action in the present moment so your future self is um, favorably impacted rather than yeah. created a problem for it. And that's definitely in the health because if you eat a Tim Tam, if you eat a McDonald's burger, if you don't go to the gym, there is no impact on your health that day. No. If you had a heart attack every time you ate a McDonald's burger, McDonald's would be out of business. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen. So um, that's why I think people get so unhealthy and, and get so deep into it because there wasn't a consequence on the day. Mm. So if you want to increase your motivation, play with your timeline. Yes. The second thing is, is realize, are you motivated by these small, sequential, achievable daily goals or are you motivated by the big mountain Everests? So I am not, if you tell me all you have to do is this tiny little thing, I, I find it really challenging to do. You know, an apple a day keeps a doctor away. Yeah. I just want to know, like I would Can rather I have the goal. six apples on one particular Yeah, day. I'd rather the goal eat a thousand apples and I'd be yeah. like, game on. Yeah. Um, so what motivates you? The big goal or the little goal? The big goal, how do you then get motivated about the little goals? The little goals, how do you um, actually achieve something big? Yes, yes. And the third one, you, we touched on that. Let's explore that a little bit more. You said um, if you look at health, I think a lot of people don't believe the future that they would like to have. So they can't see themselves looking like you. That's what I'll say. It could be if they haven't experienced it before or whatnot. Yeah. It can and they be can't very... imagine they could be a millionaire. Yeah. Um, so why set a goal to be a millionaire when I don't think I could be a millionaire? So if you, if your thought and your belief about what you're capable of doesn't align with the future goal that you're going to achieve, you're demotivated from the start and you won't take any action. Yeah. But then you can use that on the flip side for saying, well, if I continue in the pattern I'm running, where will I be in five or 10 years? Maybe I'll be bedridden. Maybe I will be um, living out of my car, flat broke. Yeah. So, so that can then be the motivation to go, okay, 
let's step up our game. And I think you need to realise, and people don't teach this in schools, and if you take one thing away from this episode, it would be this, it is impossible to stay the same. Yeah. So your health, you can't just go, oh, I'm not going to go to the gym and I'm not going to change my eating, so I'll just stay at this health level I'm at now. No, it will decline. You, you are a tree or a fruit, like a, a bush. You can only be green and growing. So you can either be on a trajectory that is improving or a ripe and rotting or a trajectory that is going down. And when you think about health, your aging process is ripe and rotting. Yeah, which so that in, means as you're getting older, you, to take you actually have to get more and more things More and more action to, to counteract. To kind of keep where you've yeah. So if you want to staying. stay the same, you don't stay the same by staying the same. You stay the same by doing more. Because what is it? The um, entropy mm. is that the law, mm-hmm. which means things die. Yeah, everything returns to its kind of natural state. So, well, I um, guess a living thing, the natural state is there's a curve. Like something is born, every yeah. living thing's born, gets to its pinnacle and then starts declining. And we yeah. are obviously, we're, we've leveled up to level 40. Yes. You're about to hit level 41 soon. Still a little bit of go, Tash. <laughs> um, Enjoying number 40. And so we might be at this peak. So now it's really important we take action to stay this peak as long as possible rather than declining. So if you think, and that's financially as well. So we've talked about health. Yes. Financially. Oh, well, I make X amount of money um, and I'll just keep making this X amount of money. Have think you about, seen the price of bread? Well, I was going to say, think about it this way. If you have $1,000 in your bank account now yes. and we look at that same $1,000 in 10 years, you know, if... if and 30 if years ago, I'm pretty sure $1,000 bought you a house or $3,000. 30 years ago, maybe a bit more than that, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm missing a zero, but, but yes, definitely $10,000 bought you a house. Yeah. So, no, making the same amount of money like you don't want to make the same amount no. of money you have to grow it you have to invest it you have to become smarter with it um what was our other one money health relationships oh we're married so we'll just live happily ever after what <laughs> relationships <Right> <laughs> die relationships die unless you nurture them yes so, or grow them yeah, so what are your thing. rituals and your habits with your partner that allow you to fall in love again, allow you to reconnect again, allow you to grow your love? Because otherwise the pettiness and the 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 the, the stress of life will take its toll. Yeah. And as we talked about, like Phil and I are very good. We are humans. We fight. Mm. But we giggle because we know we're very smart. We know what the fight's about. Either it's about my damage or my 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 hurt that I haven't resolved that I'm projecting onto him or it's his stuff that he hasn't resolved that he's projecting onto me or it's this difference in motivations or it's difference in how we code our world or it's difference in how we see it. Mm. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Hope you enjoyed our rant about things. Yes, that's this week's thoughts. That's this week's this discussion. Week's that what Tash was that show? Had. And that's how Sue sees it. What's That's how Phil and Tash see it. <laughs> have an amazing week, guys, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Growth Podcast at philandtash.com, where your hosts, Phil Kelly and Natash Rautoff. We have a lot of great episodes coming your way on business and growing your business online, understanding and improving yourself, and how to have more wealth 
So be sure to subscribe and leave us a comment and we'll catch you in the next episode.